uh, we, we have a man who really stands with character and integrity. And so if you'll help me welcome uh, Pastor Mel Brewster. Just as a disclaimer, I don't want you this, this to freak you out. Um, I've had all my shots, distemper, uh, rabies, COVID, both of the COVIDs. But I work with uh, law enforcement, and I work with uh, paramedics, firefighters, and nurses that work in the COVID unit. So I'm a hugger. So if you're open to a hug, I'm going to put this on, because that's what we're required to do. And I'm going to hug you. <laughs> so I just wanted to let you know that. Um, I'd like to open up with prayer. And then uh, I'd like to have you stand up for that and for the reading of the scripture, if you would. Yes. Heavenly Father, I am so blessed to be with my family tonight. Lord, I am so thankful for this fellowship, Lord God, and for the move of God that you're doing through the power of the Holy Spirit here and throughout the community and throughout the state and throughout the country. Lord, I just ask that I would decrease and that you would increase tonight, that they would hear your heart, that their hearts would be open to your word, that they'd have ears to hear and feet to do that which we talk about with you. In Jesus' precious name, and everybody said, amen. amen. Now, I'm going to be reading uh, just a short, short little verse here from 1 Corinthians. It's in the New Living Testament, um, and this is in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. You're going to be hearing a lot of scripture tonight, so if you're note takers, I'm just giving you a fair warning. But it says, God will do this, for he is faithful to do what he says. And he has invited you. He's invited you into partnership with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen? Amen. You can be seated. I, th I just thought that was such a powerful verse, and it fits right in. And I'm always amazed by the Holy Spirit. The songs tonight fit right in, too, in a major way with what I wanted to relay to you as I'd pray and God give me some information to, to share. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a subject, and I'm very excited about it. Um, it's lead with authenticity. You know, life can be challenging. In fact, it can be downright hard. And to prove that to you tonight, I've got three letters. These are actual letters that were given to the welfare, de welfare department. So if you'd put the first one up, Andrew. I am forwarding my marriage certificate to you and my three children. One of which is a mistake, as you can see. That's a tough life. The second one, Andrew. In accordance with your instructions, I've given birth to twins and enclosed them in the envelope. And this is my favorite, the third one. I want money as quick as I can get it. I've been in bed with a doctor for two weeks, and he doesn't do me any good. If things don't improve, I'll have to send for another doctor. That's a tough life. <laughs> you got to love it. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 tells us that uh, life can be really challenging. We saw that in 2020. But through the most difficult years, through even last year, 
God moved in incredible ways. God's good. And he brings good out of everything the enemy tries to do. For instance, I just want to read you some things that happened in 2020. Some things maybe you don't hear. The first is, when we could no longer meet in person, we did what God told us to do here at Bridge. The online church exploded and grew. And as Pastor Landon said, we have people from all over the country that attended. I mean, it really, really grew. More people were looking at Bible Gateway and looking at verses than ever before. More people were going online and listening to sermons than ever before. And we'll talk about why a little bit later on tonight. Our church had several prayer caravans which drove around town and prayed for our town. Bridge met with other churches at FMC, Flagstaff Medical Center, and prayed for our healthcare workers in our community. Volunteers from Bridge brought many meals to hospital workers in the COVID units. And, and we supported the police department, and we reached out, and we reached out in love to our entire community. That's what God did through us this year. And our fellowship alone, hundreds of people came to Christ, and dozens were baptized. That's during COVID. SpaceX was launched, and this is more global headlines. And they, SpaceX launched two astronauts into space, a, a private industry. A 103-year-old veteran survived COVID-19, and a 102-year-old woman survived the virus twice. A man found what he thought was a piece of glass. It turned out to be a nine-carat diamond. And this, I really love this one. A police officer relieved a, received a life-saving transplant from a woman he had put in jail eight years before. And I like this one, too. A single foster dad adopted five siblings so they wouldn't be separated. A seven-year-old threw a personal prom for her babysitter after hers was canceled. A kind-hearted, this is awesome, this last one, a kind-hearted fifth grader doled out snacks and positive messages to 100,000 people during Thanksgiving. You see, you don't hear about that, but God is on the move. And the enemy's not going to slow him down. And because a lot of people had to stay at home, the animal shelters were almost empty. And this one's really cool, too. This is a, a grocery store called HEB in Austin, Texas. It lost power during that recent winter storm that you all read about and my daughter lived through. And they were unable to check out their customers, so they gave everything away. In Texas also, during that same storm, a delivery driver got stuck in somebody's driveway, and they kept her for five days until she could get unstuck. Last, but very worth mentioning, and very close to my heart, my eldest son, Ben, fell in love with an awesome Christian woman and got married. Uh, I have a new daughter named Amy. <laughs> so I'd like to read scripture to you, James 1.17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes from God. You see, living an authentic Christian life means we can acknowledge that we all go through challenges and sometimes hard times, but we can rely on God and each other. Yes. Today, I'm going to talk to you about that authentic leadership, leading with authenticity, and I want to give you some biblical principles, which Andrew will put up on the board for you. Number one is those who lead with authenticity trust God and his word. They trust God and his word. Psalms 9.10 says, And those who know your name, O Lord, put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. God will never forsake you. He'll never leave you. Biblical principle number two. Those who lead with authenticity identify someone they can trust 
and are accountable to them. That's probably what I'm going to talk about mostly tonight. I remember a while back, senior Pastor Landon was preaching on Luke 15, 11, the prodigal son, and he made a very profound statement. Never follow anyone who hasn't had scars. Never follow anyone who hasn't allowed the Savior to heal them. I remember one afternoon being in the building. Pastor Landon had noticed me, had seen me in the building. And although I wasn't dark tired, I was barking at one of my children a lot. And Pastor Landon knew me. He'd taken the time to get to know me. And he said, Mel, can we step outside for a minute? I remember sitting on the front steps of this building. And he said, hey, Mel, what's going on? And I unloaded my heart and my hurt. And you know what? He listened with the heart of God to that. And I was healed. Never follow anyone who hasn't had scars. Never follow anyone who hasn't allowed the Savior to heal them. I can follow Pastor Landon. And I can be accountable to him. I am. Because you see, he's had some scars and he's let the Savior heal him. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. What a wonderful God we have. He is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the source of every mercy, and the one who so wonderfully comforts and strengthens us in our hardships and trials. Why does he do this? So that when others are troubled, needing our sympathy and encouragement, we can pass on to them the same help and comfort God has given to us. That's scripture. And healing took place in those steps. I can pass that on because my pastor noticed and my pastor listened. Find someone who's safe to talk to, someone who will take your heart to God and only to God and will pray for you. I remember the first time I went to the return, I take notes. (laughs) And senior pastor Landon made another profound statement. What can the devil do to a man who tells on himself? And the answer is nothing. I want to read from you Revelations 12.10 so you understand that verse or that message that he gave there. Revelation 12.10 says, Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, It has come at last, salvation and power of the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down, the one who accuses them before God day and night. You see, we do have an enemy, but we have to understand he's been defeated by Christ. He's the accuser. He's the one that gives you the negative messages. God won't do that. What would happen if we could be transparent with one another? You see, we fear being found out. We fear what people might think. But if we had someone we could actually be accountable to, then Satan wouldn't have any leverage at all. James 5.16 in the English Standard Version. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power and it's working. And I can attest this. This church is a praying test, a church, and and we really hold up whatever you bring to us. We hold it up in privacy if you ask us, and we hold it up daily. I remember another thing that Pastor Landon said, fear guards. It blocks the door leading to God's promise for you. None of us once have God's promises blocked in our lives. 
So we cannot let fear reign. We cannot let fear reign. There was a lot of fear broadcast in 2020. But we can't let it into our lives. We can't let it reign our lives. Psalms 34, 4 through 5. I sought the Lord and he answered me. And he delivered me from all my fears. Those who look at him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. That's scripture. Psalms 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? God can be trusted and he gives us the answers in his word. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, the devil wants to remember, remind you of your past, just remind him of his future. Men, I really want to encourage you. Men, I really want to encourage you. If you've not been to the return, then you need to go. I have the privilege of sponsoring a local pastor who suffered a lot of loss. Do you know you need to be praying for your pastors at all times? They're a target for the enemy. Just like if you're in a war, they target the officers. There's another pastor that I know that his daughter was murdered in 2020. Your pastors need your prayer. Elder Pastor Doug spoke once on Judges chapter 7, verses 1 through 6. You know the story of Gideon. And he said, ambushes happen. The enemy is really out there. I want to give you an example. This is a real example. Recently, an apologist fell. It was very, very tragic. And Josh McDowell was very close to him. He's also an apologist, someone who defends the faith. And he was asked a very hard question by somebody about that circumstance. And he said something that I think you need to hear. He said, you know, the enemy's come after me also. In fact, when I've went to universities on a couple of occasions, someone has hired a prostitute and put him in my bathtub. And they hired somebody with a camera and put him in the closet. And fortunately, I have an entire list of things that I do to protect myself and to protect the gospel. And one of them is I send my driver in before I ever enter any room alone. I never speak to a woman for more than three minutes at any time in the lobby. I never allow a woman to pick me up and drive me to the church alone. I'll take a taxi. And if they have a problem with that, I'll explain to them that I serve my Jesus. And I don't want to give the enemy a foothold. The enemy's really out there. He really exists. But we don't have to fear him. But we do have to use the wisdom of God's word. Ambushes happen and the enemy's there. But you know what? We can pray every day and see God bring protection to those that lead us. Elder Doug advised us men of three things. He said, number one, be vigilant. And that means just wake up, be alert. There's a spiritual war going on out there. We're going to win it, but it doesn't mean it won't be without casualties. Number two, be men of conviction. That means you're going to stand up for something and you will have the courage to actually, if necessary, lay down your life. I want to read something. This is from Craig Dennison. He asks the following question. Are you willing to pay any price to share your faith with others? Are the opinions of others really so important to me that I would withhold from you the eternal abundant life with God who loves these people relentlessly and perfectly? May we be those who set aside our pride Seek humility and love others, whatever the cost. 
May we be so bold as to set our eyes on heaven and sacrifice our life for the sake of eternity. Will you be so bold today? I thought that was a very powerful statement by a man of God. So I want to read you another couple of accountability standards. As Pastor Doug said, Elder Pastor Doug, be alert, be on your guard. Be absolute in your faith and stand firm. Number three, and we talked about this tonight, Tila did, be active, be doers of the word. Number four, be able, be prepared, and stand strong. Number five, create an atmosphere of godly love in everything you do. Proverbs 25, 26, if the godly give in to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. Can you imagine if there was this beautiful spring and you saw somebody come up with shovels and start putting dirt into it? Can you imagine if there's a, a beautiful mountain spring flowing down and somebody starts throwing garbage into it? Listen to that verse again. If the godly give in to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or a muddying a spring. God gives us a visual of what it's like when we fold our knee to the enemy. Leading with authenticity means being the positive, life-giving change in our culture. Being the positive, life-giving change in our culture. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world or be transformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind in God's word that by the testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Amen. Pastor Landon made a comment on culture. And I think this is one of the most important, if not one of the most significant series he has ever done. And I'd suggest you go back and listen to it again and take notes. But he said this, we carry culture everywhere we go and your eternal future is created by the culture you carry. So let the culture be a godly culture. In the same sermon, he said the balance of love is truth. And I would add that it's God's truth. And he said the balance of Respect his boundaries. And I would say, have godly boundaries. And then he said, you need boundaries in your life to protect the love of your life. This goes along with what Pastor Lannon said about, we belong to our Lord first and then to each other. Our wholeness is in Christ. Our complement is in each other. And that was, Omar, that was at Omar and Leisha's weddings. I even take notes on weddings. <laughs> Cancel culture. This is what cancel culture today says. If I disagree with you, I'm not going to allow you to communicate. I'm going to muzzle you. That's what it's saying. I want to say something to disagree with that. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to listen to your heart, and I want to listen to you with the heart of God. The idea of canceling communication is a dangerous idea. Let us build a culture, a biblical culture of transparency and dignity and love towards others. As Christians, we're not supposed to be absorbed by our culture. We're supposed to be a culture of change, bringing hope, bringing love, offering acceptance and forgiveness to those that need it. Proverbs 25, 26, if the godly given to the wicked is like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring, imagine just imagine what God wants to do through your life to change this culture by you being loving, accepting, and forgiving. 1 Peter 1.5, and through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive all that God has for you, which is ready to be revealed at the last days to all you see. If you follow prophecy, it's an exciting time to be a Christian. 
Again, I want to read what I read in the beginning. God will do this. For he is faithful to do what he says. And he has invited you to partner with him, his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. I can follow Elder Pastor Doug because he leads with authenticity. He's a man who's had scars. He'd been in battles, fought the enemy, and he's let God heal him. But I want to tell you something else. This last men's meeting, and you need to be at the men's meeting this Saturday, man. The last one when I was here, he opened up his heart and said some of the wars he's been through, some of the pain he's been through. And I afterwards I thought, that helps me. Being open, being transparent. And Pastor Landon said that tonight helps me to be open and be transparent. He's a leader that leads with authenticity. I trust God and I've identified some of these authentic men that I can follow. And I'll be accountable to a man like that who's been in the battle of life and walks the walk and doesn't just talk the talk. So be a people of vigilance. Be alert and awake. Be a people of conviction. Stand up for something you're willing to lay your life down for. Be a people of courage. Step forth and do the right thing, even though it's the hard thing, because others are depending on you. I'm going to read that one again. Be a people of courage. Step forth and do the right thing, even though it's the hard thing, because others are depending on you. Dr. Jim Dennison made the following statement in his Dennison Forum. By God's will, you are alive today because he assigned you not only the place where you live, but also the time you live. He's assigned you an assignment for his kingdom. And as a result of that, know this. If God could not use you in these chaotic days, he would not be here. You'd not be alive today. But he can use you, and you are here. He has equipped you with the gifts, the abilities, the experiences, the resources. You need to make a kingdom difference where and when you are in this culture. Step forth and make that difference. Brothers and sisters, participate in the opportunities that Bridge gives you and make a God-empowered difference in our culture. This culture needs the presence of your lives. We have the return for the men and the women of the well and amazing ladies, and we have an amazing senior pastor and Pastor Emily. Amen? Seize the opportunity that God has given you. We were all created to be in Christ. We're all a work in progress. I'm not going to say here today that, you know, that we've got it all together. But we're growing closer to God. Authentic leaders grow closer to God. They listen to the Holy Spirit's guidance. We all need Jesus to be the center of our being. Those walking with Jesus in authenticity don't pretend to be holy. But they do make it a priority in their lives to have a relationship with the living God, a relationship with other believers, and who care enough about them that they will hold them accountable in their lives. Because we're iron sharpening iron. We protect each other. You and I make mistakes. We have occasional lapses. All of us do. Good judgment sometimes isn't there. But, and maybe we stray away from God, but we don't have to stay there. Proverbs 24 says the godly may trip up seven times, but they will get back up again. But the one who doesn't walk with God, the wicked, one thing is enough to overthrow them. So don't expect your leaders to know everything or to have an instant solution for every problem. But do expect them to be authentic leaders. Leaders have doubts at times. And we're not always sure about everything. But one thing that we are sure of is that we need to keep growing in Christ. Do expect authentic Christian leaders to be real, honest, and lead with integrity. Biblical principle number three. Those who lead with authenticity advance on their knees and worship with their hands lifted up to God. 
They're fruitful because they come empty-handed to God and they leave, leave with a full heart from God. They've been in the presence of God and now they're anointed and appointed to be serving fresh bread and living water to those God loves. I want to tell you, your leaders here have been anointed by the Holy Spirit and appointed by God. You want to be fruitful? Pray and worship to the true living God. Pastor Robert Morris has an excellent teaching on this son. Chapter 4 of Revelations, verses 1 through 11. He talks about the four foundations that every church needs. And he talks about them in, in light of Revelations 1 through 11, where it talks, for, Revelation 4, 1 through 11, where it talks about the four beasts or the, the four creatures. Creature number one was a lion. That represents prayerful warfare. Second creature was the ox, which represents humble servanthood. The third creature was a human face, which represents godly grace. And the fourth creature is an eagle in flight, which represents worship. The bookends of that was prayer and worship. Point number four, those who lead with authenticity live in peace with oneself and with God. They do not live in fear. First Peter 5, 6, and 7. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God because he cares for you. Not so long ago, I was thinking, if I were to give one last message, what would it be? An amazing thing happened, and I hope this isn't the last message, but an amazing thing happened. Allie contacted me, and she said, would you speak on authentic leadership? And I was already excited about the cultural message that Pastor Landon had been bringing us, and I said, absolutely. You see, there's seven foundations in Bridge, and I tell you, we're really blessed. Where have you ever been to see these seven foundations? Appreciate diversity. Practice generosity. Embrace the spirit-filled life. Lead with authenticity. Love and respect covenant relationships. Evangelism and outreach with love and serve with purpose. Where have you ever been? You've had those kind of foundations holding you up. Authentic Christianity means being the same off the stage as on the stage. Yeah, we had some unprecedented events. We also God move and saw God move in unprecedented ways. I want to read you something that my son gave to me, and he's a great fan of the book Dune, and they had a litany against fear in there, and it reads, I must be not fear. Fear is a mind killer. Fear is a little death that brings total obliteration, but I will face my fears, and I will permit it to pass over me and through me, and when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain, not the fear. Brothers and sisters, Christ carried that cross to Calvary for you. He wants you to carry that cross now for somebody else in love. What you believe about Jesus, what you believe about the relationship with him, will shape your entire life. We need to see ourselves and others through the eyes of Jesus and through the lens of God's holy word. Jesus is a standard for authentic leadership, and he defines what it means to be an individual to be a Christian. Jesus defined what it means for the church to be a community, and you are my family, and you are my community. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, follow me as I follow Christ. Be imitators of me as I'm an imitator of Christ. Every day, we need to let ourselves grow closer and closer to Christ, that the world might see the love of God through your lives and my life, the truth of God's word as we walk out Christ in our lives. Stephen McAlpin said the following, when we let Jesus be our hero and the leader of our stories and follow him, 
He brings beautiful change into our broken hearts and leads us to a place far more beautiful and satisfying than we could ever imagine. We have the privilege as Christians to look at each year as an opportunity to bring biblical truth and hope to our culture. I never have felt so much love as I felt here at Bridge. I'm only 21 plus half a century. <laughs> but Pastor Carol and I thank God for Bridge Church and this family. Would you please stand and pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity tonight just to open up your word and to allow ourselves to be strengthened and encouraged by what you say about us and to us and the ability and great opportunity you give us to, to share that with someone else. We ask tonight that we might be able to continue to just love, accept, and forgive as you've done with us and walk out with Christ the life that will help other broken hearts be healed. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. As I finish up tonight, I just want to read the Bridge Builder Creed that we have, but I want to read it a little bit differently. I am, say it with me, I am a bridge builder. This is my season of favor. I am blessed to live my best. I will choose to love him first. I will worship fully, love deeply, and my community will thrive because I am praying for it. I am a carrier of peace. I will represent God's gentleness to myself and others. I will live out the gospel, and I am blessed to live my best because I am a bridge builder. I love you. We're so glad you joined us today. If you made a spiritual decision, whether that was dedicating your life to Christ or rededicating your life to Christ, send us an email at info at and let us know you made that spiritual decision. Also, if you're joining our Bridge Church family online for the first time, we have a very special gift for you. Send us an email at info at to share some information on where we can send you that gift. We're so glad you joined us today, and we can't wait to see you soon. Be sure to stay connected, because we're so much better. Together. Together.